What if I gave you the option of taking a break from your job right now? Like right at this moment for 6 months. It'll be unpaid because I don't have that much money in the bank. I'm a journalist after all. But you'll still have your job. Would you take it? See, with so much uncertainty going on right now, wouldn't it be great if you could just stop worrying about the drudgery of the job market, the layoffs, the anxiety, and just come back when things are better? But then that can also backfire, right? Losing momentum at such a crucial hour. Rachel and Ross from Friends notwithstanding, the idea of taking a break has always been tempting. But it's also terrifying, right? I mean, sure you have your savings accumulated, but what happens if you don't find a full-time job? What if the clients from your freelance gig just don't pay you? See, I think taking a break is like investing. When the markets are down, you don't want to invest because the sentiment is low. When the markets are up, you don't want to invest immediately because the markets are too hot and you want to put your money when things cool down for a bit. It's the same with taking a career break. Right now we're definitely in a bear run when it comes to our careers and naturally our career breaks too. But the question is what happens when you take a career break? Does your career rise from the ashes once you're back or does the pause affect your growth in the long run? I asked two people with starkly different experiences but oddly similar outlooks about how their career breaks went on. One worked at an e-commerce giant that most Indians love flocking to in September and October, and the other was head of marketing at Puma when he took his first sabbatical. Just like eight months ago, would have lined outside, you know, <laughs> Puma to you know offer me a job, and then Red Bull declined, Pepsi declined. Um, you know, I made it to the last round of Netflix, couldn't make it through. Uh, Airbnb couldn't make it through all last rounds and all these five six brands Apple head of marketing India didn't make it through and suddenly it was just like so humiliating that my gosh not only am I not good at what I thought I could give it a shot at even the thing I was supposedly good at nobody wants to you know kind of have me back and I what else did they have to say let's find out in this episode of CDC Welcome to Cost to Company, a weekly podcast around careers and workplaces by the Ken. I'm your host, Shriver. Since we're talking about sabbaticals and career breaks, it's important we speak about Flipkart. Yeah, Flipkart, the e-commerce giant, the big billion days, the odd soap in the iPhone box, the marketplace of goods and bads. I'm so sorry for that horrible joke. Please do not forgive me. Interestingly, for quite some time now, the company has baked sabbaticals into its perks and benefits. I read a copy of their presentation titled Benefits at Flipkart where page 10 said this All full-time employees who complete 2 years with the company are eligible to take a sabbatical from work for a period of up to 6 months. The career break could be taken for higher education, medical rest, parental care or taking care of the health of a family member. I thought, well, this sounds great, 
But this is perhaps one of those things that employees rarely use. I mean, if you're already two years into the gig, why would you want to step off the income treadmill, right? So uh, I, I was just lucky to be in that grocery business, which was more of a startup within the mature ecosystem. I could do anything and everything out there. Meet Watsal. He's worked for three years in the same department as category manager. Then he took a sabbatical for roughly four to five months. But since Flipkart was a mature ecosystem, it was very difficult to grow. You you would have set processes as to, you know, you could, uh, unlike a early stage startup or a, let's say, series A startup, wherein you could grow in, let's say, 12 months, 10 months, 6 months or so, right? You, there, there's no set pattern to promotions and appraisals and all. Uh, a lot of it would be ad hoc and a lot of it would be, by, uh, you know, happening twice a year and all of that. The break that Watsal took, though, was not because of the four reasons that we had mentioned above. Education, medical rest, parental care or other family commitments. So I joined Entrepreneur First. Uh, the program had started. Spent three months over there trying to find a co-founder. There was a whole different experience to it. And at the end of it, uh, I completed the program back in December 2021. And uh, because of some reason or the other, I chose not to start up back then. He wanted to become an entrepreneur, which the HR at Flipkart allowed, so long as he didn't use any proprietary Flipkart technology or data. But here's where things get interesting. After a failed attempt at entrepreneurship during his career break, Watsal moves back to Flipkart. Why? I think uh, I, I was very comfortable first. I mean, going back to Flipkart, uh, I was very comfortable. And of course, uh, I was working with people who, with whom I had worked before, right? So all that, I was very comfortable. Okay, this is a very safe place to get back to. After bearing the battle scars of business, Watsal returns to the Flipkart pavilion for a sense of comfort. But it wasn't something that he was too happy to do so. One of the reasons I did not want to go back to Flipkart was that uh, I'd spent good three years doing something and acing it. And I was like, if I spend more time to it, there's no incremental learning for me. Yeah. So uh, while I'd switched categories within my previous role, but then uh, all that I'd done was category management, right? A lot of PNL stuff, selling stuff and all of that. And as I think I was good at it. But uh, it was very easy for me. I could go back and do pick up another category and do it all over again. But then for me personally, I did not think that you know there was any learning which was which would come about. So uh, that is why I was very unsure as to what, should I join Flipkart or not. So this uh, December May, I got a call from my uh, ex manager, right? And he was like, "Hey, uh, I moved to this new team. Uh, I think your sabbatical is about to get over." Uh, why don't you come join me? I was like, okay. Uh, but then I, I don't want to do that sell-side role again, category management role again, because I'd done it. It's like, okay, do come do buy-side. Become an account manager. Good experience for you. And we'll do marketplace. That is how I sort of went back to Flipkart. But ultimately, uh, everyone sort of, uh, everything sort of fell into place. And I joined the fashion business after that. Watsal would like you to believe that everything fell into place, which it almost did. But he left his new stint at Flipkart after merely five months. So that made me wonder, why was Flipkart doing this in the first place? Flipkart has a very uh, good culture in terms of people moving to different businesses and different teams. You'll find someone working in grocery, moving to fashion and then electronics to mobiles. Although the nuances for each category are different, Flipkart's core business model 
stays largely the same. This can get monotonous. Flipkart realized that when people feel jaded and tired, it's best you give them a break. The career break wasn't just a benefit. It was a reward for the employees. And actually, it was a benefit for Flipkart themselves. Sabbaticals or career breaks isn't just a retention tactic for Flipkart. It's actually for engaging the employees. I think uh, sabbatical was one of the most loved benefits that uh, any employee uh, had access to in the org, if at all they were eligible, right? So I think it, it, it was one of the most successful benefits and there was a very high NPS to it as well. And if you see that a lot of people are taking it and a lot more people are coming back, right? Yeah, so uh, that again says a lot, right? So and hence, I think uh, Flipkart has chosen to continue this over the years as well. They have a stable business, something that hasn't changed in years. And they very quickly realized that a great way to keep their employees happy was to have this career break slash revolving door policy. I mean, it works great for them and it also has a great NPS. So kudos. Yeah, so uh, the reason uh, why I'd taken a sabbatical was not because the HR asked me to. And all of those things, of course, they did play a significant role. But I'd spoken to a couple of my friends who had taken a sabbatical. And they were like, and they were like, you should definitely take this. Uh, because uh, whether or not you're doing that EF thing or not, whatever, right? You should take this break. Uh, give yourself some time off and get back to, and then get back to work. Because... It's very refreshing and then it gives you time to think as to you want to do because not everyone is eligible for sabbatical. Watsal clearly wasn't the only one doing this at Flipkart. His friends did it too. He told me that most people who take these career breaks end up coming back all the same. As for his future, would things have looked different if he would have stayed on during his first trip in Flipkart? Would his life been on a different path if he would suss it out just a little bit longer with entrepreneurship and not pick up the phone from his ex-manager that fateful day in December we'll never know regret goes hand in hand with hindsight but you know not every company is Flipkart not every company has their sabbatical policy written on paper how do you take career breaks then we'll find out after the short break hi I'm Sneha, the other host and producer of Cost to Company. I'm here to remind you that if you like our podcast, if you think it meaningfully adds value or enriches your life in some way, rate us, follow us on Apple or Spotify and tweet to us. You can also participate in the podcast by telling us about trends you've seen in the workplace that nobody else is talking about. You can fill in the type form linked in the show notes. This episode was in fact built on an idea sent to us by Rudra Nayak from Uran. Now back to the show. Of the three sabbaticals that I had taken, um, the one which kind of became the cornerstone of this book was one wherein I left uh, my job as head of marketing at Puma. That's Isaac John. He was the head of marketing at Discovery India, VP of marketing at Healthify.me, and as you just heard, head of marketing at Puma. We were supposed to meet in person, but Isaac was in Yemlur and I'm at Indranagar. So yeah, he's taken three career breaks and has gained so much insight from it that he's written a book on it called Reboot. 
But I was pretty sure that the road to sabbaticals wasn't as easy and dainty as some of the literature would have you believe. As a founder, he's also devising sabbatical policies of his own. But more on that later. What was it like when he was on his first sabbatical? I applied for like, I, I would say probably about 60, 70 different brands, all of whom just like eight months ago would have lined outside, you know, <laughs> Puma to, you know, offer me a job. And then Red Bull declined, Pepsi declined. Um, you know, I made it to the last round of Netflix, couldn't make it through. Uh, Airbnb couldn't make it through. All last rounds, all these five, six brands, Apple, head of marketing India, didn't make it through. And suddenly it was just like so humiliating that my gosh, not only am I not good at what I thought I could give it a shot at, even the thing I was supposedly good at, nobody wants to, you know, kind of have me back. And I felt all during my sabbatical. So first eight, nine months, I was clear. I wanted to come back. And now the sabbatical is just going on to ninth month, 10th month. And I have planned for like 12 months and I'm like running out of cash. Uh, my wife was working there at Amazon. So at least one of us had a stable job, but I was not even like, uh, you know, incurring any household expenses. I had to change the pay of the house, you know, rent to, uh, to you know, my wife, uh, you know, paying, paying that to the landlord directly. So, you know, like all those really practical kind of things I was going through. And I'm like, oh gosh, when is this going to end? It's nine became 12, 12 became 14, 14 became 16. At this point, Isaac's career break and extended time off from his job got extended even further. And it was really hurting his market value or his employability. Back in Bangalore in 2015, 2016, when I didn't have a job and somebody asked, and the most natural conversation that you end up having in these is what, what do you do? And, you know, he has to say, I'm still figuring things out, etc. And you tend to get taken, you know, like, oh, this guy's just like screwing around with his career. And, and nobody in that room would know that I come from an extremely lower middle class family. If there is one guy who'd kill for their career, it would be me in that room. Somewhere around this time, he also wanted to write a book, a dream for most above 35, taking some time off their lengthy careers to distill their thoughts and put pen to paper. Certainly, that wasn't too easy either. He did manage to get a few short stories published, but nothing was making as big an impact as he would have hoped for it to be. The sabbatical had become a burden for me, right? Like, so so I'll kind of just reflect on the time when I felt that, gosh, what did I land myself into? And I think I felt it most when um, I was uh, I was just financially just feeling the pinch of not being able to, uh, you know, it's not like I had like expensive taste or anything, but, you know, just not being able to contribute to household expenses and things like that kind of uh, pinched me because I, had, I, was, I was not doing that at the peak of my career when, you know, I was 34, 35 and I was the only guy uh, you know, who I knew in my circle was just like out of a job for 18 months after like, and again, you know, the peaks kind of make the troughs even worse, right? So, um, so I, I feel that the time at which it became uh, like really hard for me is when I started, when you start kind of visualizing what your life would be um, if you had a job versus what you are doing now, which is exploration or a startup or, you know, like writing something. The sabbatical, the career break, something that he looked at as a refresher in the beginning became a burden as time passed. And how much time did it actually take for him to get back to a job? So it took me 18 months to actually get back to a role, which, you know, understandably, it was a startup. I took a 50% salary cut, um, uh, you know, so I just felt, yeah, I'm back into a role, but it still didn't feel like I had made a very, very, um, uh, you know, like, I had made the best decision for my career. This was at Healthify Me, a health tech startup in Bangalore 
and by this time Isaac's patience and money both were running out sure he got another job but this was at a significantly lower pay scale and then after being at healthify me for a year he takes another sabbatical and then he meets the godfather of career breaks if careers had a comeback king it would be karan bajaj karan bajaj is the founder of white hat junior each time he returns from one of his exotic sabbaticals he touches gold check out his linkedin profile to see what i'm talking about the two get talking so he was setting up this digital division so he said that we need somebody with digital chops and marketing chops um so i seem to fit that bit um so not a new age company like netflix uber uh, airbnb but still like you know in a sweet spot of being a good brand and wanting to make a mark in dtc so that seemed like an amazing opportunity to work with it with a with a smart uh, with an extremely smart person so i i jumped ship and karan again hired me because he had taken like two sabbaticals and then i realized that i am probably not fit enough for you know the 85 to 90% of the cxos in india who actually have not taken a sabbatical and i've seemed to be getting along really well with these kind of people in karan isaac found a mentor friend manager and most importantly somebody who knew what it was like taking a sabbatical karan didn't just empathize with isaac he had literally gone through the same things like isaac did by this point i also wanted to check with him as to what his conversations were with his previous managers and hrs it's a fairly straightforward uh, conversation given what i said look i just said that i'm not going to another job that's something that i always you know put out there very 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 uh, upfront that uh, i'm not leaving this job because i don't love the brand or because you know i found a better brand I, i'm going this because i need to do this for myself but see here's the thing he did eventually go to another job he did use this time to figure out what he was good at or what he wasn't and then went to greener pastures sure he did take a pay cut with healthify me but the question still persisted wasn't this all too convenient the companies he left would certainly have some amount of bad blood or opinions around it wouldn't they think that isaac was just being too selfish Uh, again great question actually uh, it's it's i'm not it's this is not a cop out answer but it really depends on you know what what who the person in the situation is like for example in the case of both puma and discovery and i think i can at least say this that um, and maybe i've heard and again of course i've i've mentioned this in the book as well that mnc companies in that way are a little more open towards you know taking employees back and sort of not really seeing it through a bad blood lens and saying that you know he tried something or she tried something let's 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 get them back i think they are a little bit more open um the the part that i did want to kind of touch upon is that when i was going through those rejections etc and i met abhishek who was my boss at um, puma and i told him that you know i'm going through shit and you know it feels like really hard he said something that made a difference to my confidence um and he said that okay whenever you want us to consider you just call us and you know we'll have you back uh in in something we'll figure out something and that little kind of uh, you know word of encouragement made like a world of difference to you know my subsequent uh, interviews because i had almost taken it for granted that i could not go back but there was no reason i could not go back and that was just putting unnecessary pressure on myself that oh i can't go back i can't go back you know now i i could have still ended up in a scenario wherein let's say if i came back to the same role i could have felt that okay i did this for 7 8 months i'm not learning anything and the reason why i did not go back to puma is because i just felt that for me personally i would have again felt restless in a year's time 
or and you know that wouldn't have been fair to the company so that's why i did not take up uh, you know my ceo's offer back then but just knowing that at the back of you had actually made a world of a difference isaac went through the horrendous lows during his first two sabbaticals salary cuts confusion peer pressure and just a general feeling of not knowing what to do the leverage that he once enjoyed in the job market being the head of marketing for puma was slowly dwindling he did find success though of course he did it took time but he did manage to find a way and along the way he found people like karan who had gone through sabbaticals and career breaks on their own but he did tell me that there weren't too many like him even in his own batch of mbas isaac's career break didn't hurt not because he had good connections or networks but oodles of patience and grit it's like that saying right looking for a job is a full time job interestingly he's on the verge of completing his third career break pretty much as we speak and this time around after this break is over he's going to be founder and ceo probably so now how does he look at career breaks when he's hiring people okay so far we've heard from isaac the manager i asked him to get his founder/hr at on more specifically what happens when a person that you're hiring was previously on a career break themselves if i see like a break somewhere and they give me a tangible explanation of what they did in that break um i'm all in for you know those kind of people my content lead again i'm giving a lot of examples from discovery my content lead from discovery was a former journalist um and then um, she was at nba took a sabbatical um came back and I, i didn't strike me twice to you know think that oh, whether i should hire her or not like uh, she was the right person for the job isaac told me that this was a way that he was paying it forward he benefited from the career break bond that he had formed with others like karan bajaj we discussed a few minutes ago and he was almost giving back in a sense it's interesting right what looked like a red flag a few years ago on your cv is almost turning into a green flag now but what would the sabbatical policy look like in the company that he was trying to build i was talking to somebody from intel who said that intel you have to be like be around for like 10 years uh, to get sabbatical yeah like it's like awfully long right just sounds like a very old school company you know which is not look look back at their at their employment uh, records so i would actually go to the extent of saying that we would make it a paid sabbatical like if i had to just react to what you just said at like 50% of your pay for 2 to 3 months right and um, and yeah if you don't come back we will not ask you that uh, money to uh, money back and i think the just like how stocks vest you vest like one month of your sabbatical like every year of work that you that you have with us right and that caps at let's say you know 6 years right so you can take up to 6 months of sabbatical after you uh, so that's the way i would do it in my uh, you know company because i have thought about it and um, you know even my co-founder and i we both actually people with right brain interests and we just feel that you know if we got to build a culture of uh, you know like like people who we want to work with um we got to give them that flexibility so so yeah that's that's my very kind of simple 
tweak to to what you just said i would make it paid i would make it maybe not not fully paid but you know because there's still a business that you have to run uh, but you own your sabbatical exactly how you own your stocks a paid vested and prorated sabbatical that does sound fascinating but we'll only have to wait to see how it's executed i also wanted to check in with vatsal whose sabbatical experience was kind of mixed in my opinion if he would recommend career breaks to others yeah absolutely i mean see uh, a sabbatical may or may not have it you know you may or may not have objectives uh, or probably a set agenda to the sabbatical but uh, apart from that it really helps you to sort of cool down a bit and you know uh, not get burnt out completely whatsal also went on to mention that while he didn't exactly regret his decision of taking a career break there were things that could have been made much better for starters making sure that you have the same expectations with your employer and that if you're on a break that should mean that you can only be reached out if it's something extremely urgent or pressing for flipkart we saw how sabbaticals were being strategically deployed as a way to keep their employee morale up and just to keep them not bored honestly vatsal who eventually came back to the org for merely 5 months after a failed startup attempt still batted for the career big policy because it gave him confidence comfort and some amount of clarity but for other orgs that probably don't enjoy a culture like flipkarts where it's encouraged to take career breaks you should probably see how it aligns with your culture and the values of the org and then probably put it on the offer letter and then perhaps on your presentation or notion document on your company culture etc you can perhaps try out isaac's method as well of having a prorated vested sabbatical policy that he's hoping to experiment with his new startup see no matter what happens if you're taking a career break the path will be ambiguous and scary and a burden perhaps but you'll probably find a way you always have this episode was hosted and produced by shivar chotaria with audio engineering by rajiv cn next week we are going to talk about crypto or more specifically crypto bros you see the most natural thing to happen in the aftermath of a market crash is that demand falls and businesses in the space shrink those who leave go elsewhere to other more lucrative safer opportunities but that's not what's happening in the crypto space even people who are exiting companies rather than cut their losses and run are starting up in the web3 industry why aren't people leaving how is the crypto industry different from any other industry and what is it like to work inside a web3 company what can those who have left tell us about it that's next week on cost to company